Yeah, Lotus and middle school challenges. is always super challenging. They just want to touch each other, Armando. They just do. They're always like hitting each other and smacking each other or like yeah. wanting to rub up an elbow and, oh yeah, it's like, just please put your hands to yourself. Yeah. That would be, that's the mission and the goal of the of the class. Hey, I'm Armando Leduc, producer, film actor, and owner of Leduc Entertainment. I've chosen a life off the beaten path and wanted to find others that are doing the same. Spaghetti on the Wall is a show based on all of the years that I've thrown spaghetti on the wall and nurtured what's stuck. We will share fun stories, ideas, tips, tricks, and more. Welcome to Spaghetti on the Wall. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, depending on when you're consuming this podcast. Welcome to another episode of Spaghetti on the Wall. Woo! We have Beth Bervant, the executive director of the Cool Cooperative. Hi. Hi. How Let are me you? just paint the picture for everybody. Armando's got this great paddleboard road mic system with a whole bunch of blinky lights, and I'm entranced. Thank you. It's super high tech. I it does. <laughs> oh come on! Uh, <laughs> it's super awesome. Taking us to a magical place. That's why we have. Um, that's why we have the the two cameras set up so we can do that. Oh. oh. Oh, let's not do the green button. I don't. No, think we won't no. do the green button mm -hmm. today. We'll definitely hit the rocker button. <laughs> Thanks. All right. <laughs> all right. That's so awesome. Anyway, That's awesome. The we toys. Got we, we got it all. Y you know what's so funny is that I don't ever use this. I want to. I should. I should be like, but I need to have somebody that's like listening. That's what, Ethan, that's what we need to do. You need to have, you need to have that over there. Right. And then you press these buttons as something said. And if it's like yeah. really profound. Exactly. Right? Or if it's a dumb joke. Right. Yeah, it's super real time, live time. Can you add that to the to the list? Let's add that to the list. You Let's know, do that. It's almost like a judgment panel. Because I love it. if I think of something just witty and dynamic, and you give me a wah wah, then we're not going to do that to okay, you. This okay, is probably no. more for me mm -hmm. than than anything. This is probably this is probably for him to like, you know, go all in on me. So Ethan um, would wah wah you often. He would. He would just be like, "What are you doing? Stop it!" <laughs> you know. Boom. All right. Welcome to the Thanks. show. It's great to be here. Um, t I know about the Cool Cooperative, but I want you to s talk about it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so uh, the Cool Cooperative is an eight-year-old nonprofit organization, 501c3 here in Louisiana. <coughs> we teach middle school and high school students filmmaking skills. So generally what that means is in middle school, whether it's in school or after school, we teach them creative storytelling and the kind of basic chunks of making film and story. As they get older, we do more job training, hands-on. Even middle school, they do hands-on stuff, but really gearing towards maybe if kids want to get into the film industry, giving them some real skills to do so. And Felicia is the owner. Felicia Stoller is the, is Stollard is the founder. Mm -hmm. um, and she's been our, our rudder for all these years, yeah. I remember when it first started, and I was like, this is such a good idea. And, um, you know, over the years I've been in, in and out, but you know, this year I was like, we're going to, as a company, become more involved with giving back. I'm thrilled. And I was like, you know what, who, 
who do we gel with? What do we, you know, what do we like? What do we want to do? And, and I was like, yeah, the cool cooperative. Why, why not? We are here to receive. Yeah. We so are here to receive. So we're going to be you. here to help. Um, maybe you can, maybe we'll start with that. How do pe- how can people help? Yeah, great. So one of the beautiful things about our organization and our board and the fact that, um, I've been in the film industry here in Louisiana for many years. We do have really great reach and access where a lot of other nonprofits, that's what they struggle for. They have, you know, they want to get access and they want to meet the right people to really change lives. Well, we know those people, you know, Um, the ways in which we really need the most help are, um, you know, financial donations are always a component of any 501c3 at our budget level. Um, And just kind of keeping tabs on us, seeing what we're doing, looking at our socials and seeing what kind of things our kids are producing and then really engaging in what they're making. So one of the really neat things that we're doing in all of our core classes this year is that we are submitting them to Film Prize Junior, which is the largest statewide short film competition for middle schoolers and high schoolers. It is um, a great organization. So, you know, keep tabs on our kids. And when those films come out, make a, you know, watch it, vote on your (laughs) favorites and really participate. Because I think one thing that we do see is that we expose kids to all these opportunities, but they don't really realize how big of an impact that they can make. And when they get that red carpet interview and they get the votes on their films, they start seeing it. Mm -hmm. Like, this is a big deal. Like, this is a real skill, a real industry. And, um, yeah, I guess that's it. That's awesome. Do you guys have a a gala yearly? We do not at this moment. Um, I started in July as the new executive director. So, for me, just understanding how the operations work, down the road we may, um, but generally we want to put all of our efforts into the mission of our organization. And a gala, while sexy and fun, we can all get dressed up for, um, it takes a lot to do one of those Mm -hmm. from a nonprofit point of view. If you're not getting a huge return on that towards your mission or towards the financial structure, you got to kind of weigh those those, um, balance sheets out. So... Well, I think that that's something that I'm going to bring to the table for you. You want to throw me a gala? Mm-hmm. I, I do that all the time. Throw me a gala. We do that all the time. So fun. Yeah. Like, hey, so I, you know, I'll get on a beaded dress. Oh, it's going to be awesome. I'll it's going to be it. fantastic. Yeah. I have, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if you know. So I have Laduke Entertainment, but yeah. I also uh, have Dat Band. Mm-hmm. And we have, a, it's an events band. And so I know all of like the event coordinators and planners and you know the whole nine. Love it. So yeah, so let's throw a party. Let's throw a party. Hey, I'm let's down with that. If you <laughs> if you want to throw us a party, I will be there with my party. We're gonna out. happen. It's gonna happen. I love it. Um, that'll be one of the things that I think we can contribute. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. It's gonna happen. I love parties, and and part of my uh, part of my goals for this year is to uh, is to is to go to more galas, mm. and uh, you know, and this we'll start with this one. Okay. Start do with you have creating it. Do you have uh, an outfit in mind already? Because that usually is where it starts the with outfit, me. What am I wearing to I this mean, thing? Like for guys, it's not. It's not a. Oh, it's not yeah. a big. It, it's not that big of a. I mean, yeah. I have a blue. I got a blue blue coat that I wear. Okay. That's um that that people like your turns signature heads. piece. Yeah, it turns heads. But I, you know, maybe I'll maybe I'll get another one. I have a purple jacket too. Maybe I'll wear that one. Hey, all but, of these are options. Yeah. So, tell me, and I know some of the stories as well, and yeah. and I, I could share some. Too, but um, you know, I know Bobby. Um, mm-hmm. He had he had worked and interned here, 
and he was telling us stories and and that's something mm-hmm. that uh i think we could probably incorporate you know with laduke entertainment helping is is yeah. really hearing the stories of how it has impacted them and how mm-hmm. having an outlet like this can prevent them from getting involved in in, in some of the it's wrong Jeff, things yep. you mm-hmm. know and Absolutely. and look as a kid that grew up um doing not having a creative outlet myself, mm-hmm. I was I was getting into trouble. I got into trouble a lot because I didn't really have a place to like just get my creative outlet out until I joined theater. And once I joined theater, it was like a whole nother world. It was a completely different animal. And so, you know, I think, you know, idle hands is, is the devil's playground. And if you don't give these kids enough of something to do and not just give them something to do, but something that like doesn't, maybe it's not just sports. Maybe it's not just music, you know? No question. I think that creative spirit lives in all of us and to be able to offer avenues to channel that regardless if they ever become a filmmaker, a theater person, uh, it just offers you a way to access a part of yourself that you can't access any other way. And that develops you into a dynamically thinking person, one who is more uh, respectful of others, connected to other people. Um, You know, it is, it's powerful stuff to be able to harness that creativity, regardless of where you're taking it. Right. It molds you in a different way, just period and stop. 100%. -hmm. How are you guys finding these kids? Well, a number of different ways. So... We do our programming both as the filmed digital media teacher in schools. So that will be the executive director like me going out and meeting different teachers, principals, school districts and talking about, hey, let's, we can make this a very affordable shift for you. You don't have to hire a full-time teacher. We're going to bring two in and teach the kids free or very little, you know, Mm. I mean, uh, with no cost to the school. So we can get the kids that way dressed in school. For after school, you know, we just have a lot of networks. We can um, reach out to the Boys and Girls Club. We can reach out to Upward Bound programs. Um, we are at UNO's Upward Bound right now so that we're supporting the work they're already doing and giving the kids film in addition to the academic support that Upward Bound might be providing. Mm. Um, we'll go into the community with other nonprofits. Uh, there's a Thrive Nine in the Lower Ninth Ward that's a huge fan. So you just kind of, you know, dig and dig and dig and put flyers out. And then as you build, people start seeing how fun it is. And then the kids talk to each other. And then they come. Uh, how many kids are on board as of right now? We are serving approximately 165 students right now. What? Yeah. Yeah. That's no lie. awesome. Mm-hmm. We just took on another middle school. So we are at a bunch of middle schools. We're at Warren Easton High School. Um, as I said, the Upward Bound program at UNO. But Wilson, Moton, Alice Hart, Hype, they're all middle schools. So we're all there. And then after school, we do something that's called the Cool Cohort. And we meet those kids. There's 28 of them now. And so we'll do weekend stuff and special programs for kids who really want a deep dive. That's very cool. It is cool. Um and so if somebody wants to join the board, how do they do that? Beth at thecoolcooperative.org. And talk to me about, you know, what you think you can bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, we, 
we have a lovely board and we're always looking for more to expand and to really dig in. So, yeah. Yeah. And that can be not just folks in the film industry. You know, we have community leaders in all facets, legal, financial, uh, social work, you know, so it doesn't need to just be that your background is in film. If you're interested, yeah, Beth at thecoolcooperative.org. Very cool. What's the, uh, what's the five-year plan? Oh, Armando, the hard-hitting questions. Here we go. So the five-year plan in this first year is really just to understand and stabilize and just really understand what our mission is and how we are accomplishing that. As we build towards bigger and broader, I'm, I'm pretty aggressive in terms of I want to serve as many students as we possibly can. And to do that well, and to do that intentionally. So uh, throwing some spaghetti up on the wall, seeing what sticks, yeah. and what we can shed when it doesn't just seem to make sense. Right. Um, I'm very willing to try things and recalibrating if things don't work. Mm-hmm. I do it with a, some intentionality, though. I don't just you know like decide that, oh, maybe we should just start a podcast, for example. Does that really accomplish the goal of our mission if we're teaching film skills? Not so much. Sure. It might be fun, but if it doesn't hit the mark, then, um, you know, I do do things with some intentionality there. Yeah, for sure. That's great. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear it. Um, when people or, or when you're when you're looking at the whole program, mm-hmm. what are the what are the different skills that you guys are, are teaching? Sure. So, OK, let's take the model of making <coughs> a film. You've got pre-production, you've got production, you've got post-production, the three phases, right? So in that pre-production, you're writing the script, you're breaking the script apart, you're planning to film it. So all of those aforementioned skills are getting addressed in the program. So we'll have kids on Studio Binder, which is a way that our assistant directors might break apart a script Mm -hmm. and get it scheduled. So we're blending in some of that technology, but also the skills of troubleshooting and figuring out, okay, if we're breaking apart, we have limited resources and we have this actor for one day. What sort of scenes do we need to film that day and how are we going to accomplish it? All those problem skills, right? Mm-hmm. It's great. Then we move into production. And as you well know, if you have an outside scene that you have scheduled and you've got one day to do it and it rains, what are you doing, right? right. So we've set up the equipment. We've got their C stands and our flags and everything. And then a squall comes over. What are we going to do? Um, so all of those skills. And then in post, editing, at sound, mixing, all of, the, all of the things. And once it gets done, even a level of marketing. You know, we're going to do a show poster. We're going to, you know, engage our audience. Mm-hmm. And we're going to show it. Um, and you guys, I guess, need people in every aspect of those phases to come and help and do Absolutely. workshops sure, sure. and things like that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The, you know, we have so many people who are interested in helping. And I love that. I love the energy behind that. When I tell you, and this should come as no shock to anyone who has a teenager, their bandwidth to receive can be very limited based on all the other things they want to accomplish in their lives. So if I get them for a clear hour without a phone... I take it as a victory. Right. If I have someone who wants to come in and they've got all this great data and information, I, it needs to kind of, again, be intentional and be thoughtful as yeah. to how those kids are receiving it and really getting the most bang for their buck. It's true. Know? Yeah, I, I, I've taught a few workshops yeah. over at the cool. But sure. I mean, that's just 
kids in general. It is kids in general. They, these, they, at, well, no question. And (laughs) they all have phones. So we check them at the door. Nice. You know, but it, it can be a real distractor, especially in schools because sometimes the policies around their phones are different. Mm -hmm. So they may have them on their person while your teacher is teaching, uh, you know, a whole load of. Yeah. And middle school is always super challenging. They just want to touch each other, Armando. They just do. They're always like hitting each other and smacking each other or like wanting to rub up an elbow and, oh yeah, it's like, just please put your hands to yourself. That would be, that's the mission and the goal of the, of the class. It's so, so what would you say are your job, is your job description? Well, I have a very different job description than my educators, frankly, which is, you know, I ensure that they have a job. I ensure that there's funds coming into the organization that, opportunities like this where I can speak and uh, talk about the good works that we do and they do. Mm-hmm. Um, my instructors are angels sent from heaven because they're in there every day working with kids and it's a very challenging life. Yeah. Um, but they love it. And, and one of my instructors in particular has said, you know, I believe in this organization because I believe in social change for my city. And I believe that I can affect that in the classroom with these kids, in this way. It's not teaching, you know, geometry. It's teaching something that actually can have a life outside of school. Right. And it can set you up as a professional should you choose to, or it just sets you up for a different thinking type person. Yeah. So for her, it is her entire belief that this is a social change job. And it, in effect, can be. It, it is. For sure. So, what yeah, oh man i could i could open up a whole can of worms on on the whole situation with education i will well, what do you think sure. about education what do you what do you what do you think about education specifically here in new orleans and not necessarily the whole country uh okay i come at it from a lot of different thoughts mm-hmm. um i i am from minnesota and growing up our public school education educational system was quite good because we had a tax base that supported it. And so there, right there are some components of what makes it challenging in New Orleans. Minneapolis had a, has a huge corporate structure that has a lot of different corporate entities that pay their taxes. And people who live there believe in public education and is part of their tradition. And it, it's healthy and it worked for the most part. It works. Um, so coming here and moving down here right after Katrina, our choices were very limited with our young family. And I have seen over the, our time here, some real successes and some real failures. And I, I don't think that that's, um, you know, stirring the soup. I think that everyone here in New Orleans would agree that there are some really, um, shining stars. And then there's a lot of real trouble spots. Um, I have met so many wonderful educators both in the classroom and administrators who are trying to do the right thing by those kids, um, that it is hopeful in many places that I would not have seen that hope or thought about it, that hope. So that's where I'm sticking. That's where I'm sticking. I gotcha. Yeah. So how, how do we, how do we change in your opinion? How do we change the apathy that people have towards getting involved, you know, mm-hmm. not really caring about, I'm not saying everybody, but, you know, just there's, there's just this lack of 
community wanting everybody to like benefit instead of just like me. You yeah. know? So how, how, how do we, how do we fix this apathy in your opinion? It's a question of all times, isn't it? Um, I think one of the things that I, when I think about this in particular, I do think it's an individual, it's down to the individual to make choice, right? So if there is something that you believe in, in your community, I think it is, uh, is your job to make a connection to that and to serve it in some way. Whether that's because you have a religious belief system that encourages you to do that or that you just don't want to see what you presently see. That you believe that just by contributing your time, your energy, your talents, your money, you can affect change. And to do that, because that's what we're supposed to be about. We're not, you know, we live in community with each other. Yeah. We don't live in isolation. So connect with people, you know. Does it feel like we're becoming a little less engaged with one another because of the technology that we're seeing? You know, I feel like... Uh, we're very tribal as an animal. Yeah. And I do feel some of those tribes are, you know, it's getting more solidified in your tribes and less um, dialoguing between tribes, so to speak. Yeah. And that is more concerning to me than anything. I, you know, I think technology is both good and bad and has benefits and we could all argue the benefits of what that looks like. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, we, <laughs> we are human. And we strive for and yearn for human connection. Sure. And it's imperative that 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 computer in your hand can be used for good and evil and understand when it's being used against you and when you're investing it too much into it as a dopamine drug (laughs) and source, like you got to put it down. Yeah. You know, hold hands with somebody, go out and take a walk, like be in communion with other people. Yeah. Um, you know, scratch a cat, like (laughs) just, you know, connect and, um, you know, it's important. It's critically important. I think for all of us, how are, how are we teaching those, the, the, the kids that, how are we doing that? Are they doing that? Are they, you know, I mean, I know they're, everybody's like, oh, we've got to get, you know, got to get to the next level and all of that stuff. But are we really talking about the human connection in schools? I don't even know. I like, I obviously haven't been in school in a while, so I don't know what's going on in school right now. Well, I can tell you that we, we do in part with the work that we do is that when we bring our kids together, you know, they're, even though I'm teaching media, even though I'm teaching film skills, we are doing this with, as humans with humans. And there's no, you're not going to have an AI robot necessarily coming in and replacing a lot of these jobs in the film industry. It's a very human, collaborative organism. Right. So for us, we are teaching how to get along with people. <laughs> we are teaching how to work in a, as a collaborator and to understand that I might differ with your vision, but it's your vision, I'm going to respect it, and I'm going to support it. And the next time when I'm doing something special, you're going to do the same for me. So some of those life skills and those practical human skills that maybe they're not learning elsewhere, they're definitely learning with us. So I think that's hopeful. That is hopeful. I like that. Well, and, and having, having a place where you can experience that is super important too. How do you guys... Um, how young do you? Middle school. Middle school, yeah. like sixth grade? It can go down fifth, sixth grade, depending on the middle school, yeah. 
Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's probably a good time to catch, you know, catch the kids. Absolutely. Because well, middle school is just crazy town. It's hard. Crazy it's town. It's just stinking hard. Hormones. And yes. Oh, changes. my gosh. And, and you don't understand what you're feeling when you're feeling it. You know, it takes a little bit of maturity to be able to break down kind of your emotions. And, you know, with hormones, forget it. You know, that's why they're always wanting to touch each other. It's I do feel like they're like, help me out, man. <laughs> like, I just want to just touch you and make sure it's going to be okay. Right. You know, or I like you, so I'm just going to touch you and smack you because that's how, you know, animals, we're animals, we express. Right. That's so, so interesting. Mm-hmm. I love the... um which is another reason why we we have got to start getting involved in, you know, and just giving back and, and being more part of the community. I don't think, um, I don't think that people are thinking about it enough. I agree. In terms of how to give back. And I think that's maybe, maybe it's because number one, you know, we're busy and, and, you know, we just get caught up watching TikTok videos and things and that's fine. But knowing how to it, how to do it, you know, finding the, the, the right people in order to give back and, and the best ways that you can give back. And, you know, so if you guys are out there and you're thinking about, hey, what am I going to do for 2023? How am I going to change my life? Because what is the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again? And expecting a different result. There you go. Mm-hmm. So you got to do something different. This year's this year for me, I've got to if I've got to grow. Why did why this year? What inspired you about this year? It's just every year, mm-hmm. every, every every year for me. I mean, I'm not saying this in your particular. Like I just I'm always thinking about how I can grow past where I am, and you know, because I mean, I'm obviously like once I get to a certain level, there's like a whole. Are you familiar with RPG games at all? Is these role yes. playing games? Okay, yes. so you know how like when you first start out, it's just like all you see is this, right? And mm-hmm. then as you explore more, more of the map opens up, right? And then more of the map opens up, and then yeah. you know, so as you grow, more of the map opens up, sure, right? And so, um, and part of the map opening up for me is not just the location, but it's also emotional, of course, m- maturity, you know. And, and all of these things that I'm like, oh, okay, you know, now, now that I'm in a spot where I don't have to think about, oh, my business and, yeah, oh, yeah. I've got to, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm past that startup phase, you know, I'm, you know, my, my, my business is running, it's sure. successful, I've got people, you know, how, what are, what's the next step now? And I think the next step now is, you know, how can I give back? How can I do things that are going to impact my community? I love it. You know, and how can I do things that that are going to, to, to make a difference so that I'm not just thinking about me? I'm right, right there with you, brother. Yeah. Because that's, for me, and taking this job in particular, that's one of the things that really appealed to me. That, um, you know, I, I raised three beautiful daughters. My husband and I have done really a lot of important work. And fun things and uh, you know but to be able to think about something that's challenging I um I love board games you bring up games I'm a huge board game girl and I think strategically really well and for me I needed a new challenge in my work life because I tend to get bored pretty easily yeah you know like okay figured out that puzzle next figure out that puzzle that's why film industry work for me was really great for yeah, a time it's a huge puzzle. because it's a huge puzzle and especially when you're a producer but also it's project to project it changes every time and it keeps you nimble well it's also really exhausting yeah. you know so there's a certain p- 
point at which we're like, okay, maybe I don't want to be on set for 14 hours in a sugarcane field at three in the morning anymore. Right. Okay. Yeah. Been there, done that. That's wonderful. And it built some skills up and brought me to the next place. I've also been on that set. I'm sure you have. <laughs> where where do we live? We're in a sugarcane field in the middle yep, of the night. Sugar guys. Cane it's field. Just, it's I just remember a m- movie called Mutants. Yeah, it's just gonna happen. I was playing a uh, I was playing a Russian scientist who created a sugar so addictive that turned these people into zombies nice, or mutant sure. type yep. things. It seems on brand. Yeah, it was yep, great. Mm-hmm, it was good. Great. And so that then where's where are you taking it next? What am I doing next? And yeah. it is more about you know, strategic problem solving at a greater level in concert with some really bel- a belief system and um, change and, yeah. you know, whole person development, all and those things. You, you you hit the nail on the head down here. And see, I'm a transplant. As right? am I, right? It, so change for us is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Change down here isn't necessarily a good thing. Right, because then they, yep. then they're they're oh, it's it's about changing our culture, it's about changing, and I'm like, no, it doesn't necessarily have to be that. It, like, change is good. It doesn't need to be a threat. It, it doesn't need be, to be, yeah, yeah. it doesn't need mm-hmm. to be threat. It needs mm-hmm. to be like, come on, guys, like we've got to change. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. There's a whole the Vucare Commission mm-hmm. in the French Quarter. Their sole job is to keep things the same. Yeah. You know, like, no, this is, you know, well, no, I stop love, it. I love when um, the historic societies, I'm not just, I'm not nailing New Orleans in particular, but when historic societies always want the buildings to go back to the original color. <laughs> Guys, the original color might have stunk. Why do we go back to something that maybe didn't work the first time out of the gate? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah. I think we can evolve a little uh, beyond uh, that. Give us a palette. Give us a range of colors. Yeah. Because yeah. that one didn't work even. They didn't have taste back then either. So let's, you know, <laughs> let's evolve a little. It really, it, it really is the mindset here in the city. And I can say that since I've been here since 2005, before the storm, mm-hmm. and I helped rebuild the city with my own two hands. But I really think that that is a big problem with the mentality here in particular is that change is not something that people necessarily want right you know and if you if you can't you know if you can't change things you can't grow things right and you can't you can't grow and and make things better if you guys if, if people are still holding on to things you you ever read the book uh the magic of tidying up no by uh-uh. uh marie kondo no I've, it was i on, know the condo effect with her yeah you the know, not her, netflix yep. show so mm-hmm. i read the book you know and it's and, and it really is just about you know the how how you tidy up and and how you're looking at things and is this thing bringing me joy? Is it serving me? Is it is serving it us? Me no, it's no. not. Great. Mm-hmm. Then thank it. Yeah. You know, thank you for your service and then, you know, and then move it right along, you yeah. know, whether you need to refurbish it, tear it down, put in something new, you know, and then just like start the whole process, guys. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand. I just, this I, is so timely. I, um, I serve on a board of another nonprofit called Rick Rack. Mm-hmm. which is a wonderful little organization locally where we would take the clothes that normally would get donated from the film industry. And instead of it going to the Salvation Army, it goes to Rick Rack. They, they sell it, prevent it from going into landfills. Uh, that funding comes to teach kids how to sew, teach adults how to sew. There's a multifaceted, multifaceted right? So we were just talking about the programs that we use to maintain that mission, right? And if they don't serve... It's okay. 
Same thing with the cool cooperative. When I think about being intentional, mm -hmm. if it doesn't serve, thank you for your service. We're trying something different. Right. And it may or may not be like spaghetti on the wall, but sometimes it needs to be. And sometimes it can, you know, we can just say goodbye to something that doesn't work so much. Because when you say no to one thing, Ugh. you're saying yes to another. Yeah. And, and the thing is, if you don't let go of the old, you can't bring in the new. That's right. You have no bandwidth or space. You got to let yep. go. Yep. That's what it is. The New Orleans, y'all got to let go. You just got to let go. Mm -hmm. Are you going to sing Frozen now? Because that would be the next step. Let it go. Yep. Mm -hmm. My daughter would. Yeah. My daughter loves that yeah. song. Me too. But um, yeah, I just, I go on these rants sometimes because I just feel like there's so much that could be done, but it's, it is the mindset. Sure. That's number one. And to go back to our earlier point, there are layers and generations and levels of complexity that we can't even begin to scratch. But as individuals, we all have somewhere we can contribute. Yeah. So find a cause that you believe yeah, in. Yeah, and get in and, there, yeah. and contribute some of your time, your talents, your money to do it. Got and, to. And affect change. Yeah. And so, you, ha I mean, right, what is the adage that you want to affect change that you want to see or whatever? Yeah, be the change you want to see. Be the change the you want to see. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I absolutely live by that. Yeah, I agree with you, which is why I'm glad you, you came. Thanks. And, thrilled and to be here. Really very, thrilled very, to be here. Happy. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Um, look into that camera and tell them where they can find you. Oh, friends, you can find me at Beth at the... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you had to do it. Yeah. Beth at thecoolcooperative.org. Um, and we're, the Cool Cooperative is also available. You can, great website with all of our resources, where to donate, where to see us. And that's, of course, at www.thecoolcooperative.org. That's fantastic. Pretty straightforward. Did we cover everything? Did we I solve think we did. world yeah. problems? And we mm -hmm. did. Okay. Uh, immediately we did. Okay, great. You know, I Be think more conversation. Change. You know, I really want to uh, run for some sort of office to just really oh. get into these people's brains. So you have that intestinal fortitude? I don't, I just, I, I, <laughs> I just, I almost want to be like, what WTF mm. y'all are, are you guys doing? Yeah. Like, I don't think you, I think a lot of the people that get into politics are politicians, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And not necessarily... Or they go in with the greatest of intentions and they get morphed into the beast that is politics. Because yeah. I think that that can happen. It's a very alluring. And, it, in, yeah. you know, for folks who um, just kind of don't have access into the film industry, because it's kind of sexy and alluring for people yeah. and a venue for them and yeah. a platform for them. So I think that sometimes people can just kind get of get caught up. Get caught up. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But there are, I do know a lot of legislators who are really doing great work, even in the state, yeah. even politically, I don't agree with, you know, that are trying their best and doing some really good things. So I can't, I, I, you know, I'm one of those, I should no, run go into politics you should. because I'm so, you, you know. should. Yeah. Well, I mean, diplomacy. Yeah. Diplomacy, I think is number one. When you, when, when you're thinking about how are you going to be the best servant of the people and, and two is be a servant that's of right. the people. That's right. You're not a celebrity. Mm -hmm. You're not, you know, you're, you're, this isn't about you. Yeah, <laughs> it's, right. It's not right. about you. Yes, and you do have power, but let's not let it go to your head. Yeah, let's use it's it about, for yeah, good it's about and the not people. evil. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know. There's just so many things that, that, that could be. Anyway, I'm going to do what I can do. 
That's right. That's, that all, isn't that, that all, the messaging from today? That's it. I, that's the only thing I know how to yes. do. And that's what I can do and how I can be involved and, and, and provide my talents and services. So and if you're interested in going to the Cool Cooperative Gala, which I've been told is happening. It's happening. You know, just we're keep tabs it, on us. We're going to put it We're going to put it together. We're going to plan it. And Manifest it's be a, a, it. Let's do it'll it. It'll be a good time. I did, um, I threw uh, a fundraiser for um, the hurricane that would that hit Texas mm-hmm. a few years back. Yeah. And we raised like forty thousand dollars for the um you know, it was called playing it back and we had bands and great. It was fantastic. I love it. Yeah. Well, oh I will receive. I'm here to receive. <laughs> so yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll make it happen. Y'all, thank you so much once again for watching our episodes of Spaghetti on the Wall. Brought to you by Laduke Entertainment for all of your digital marketing needs. Uh, videos, social media, digital marketing, all of that good stuff. Um, And you can watch it anywhere where you can catch a podcast. Thank y'all so much, and we'll see y'all next time.